Man, what is up? Welcome back to the Social Skills for Dummies podcast. Um, man, the seven habits are going to be up soon. <laughs> I know they were supposed to be up Wednesday, but I'm taking my time with it to make sure I over deliver for y'all. But it'll be at www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits, the number seven habits. Um, I was out in San Diego with my girlfriend yesterday. It was her birthday. She turned 25. Um, we're 25 both at the same time, so we'll be 25 for a month, and then I'll turn 26, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately. I like being older. But, um, you know, uh, so I had a good time out in San Diego, man. Like, we went to La Jolla. Uh, we were staying in the Gaslamp District Hotel. Nice little balcony, nice views and things like that. Um, went to STK, which, you know, you know how flavor is, like, flavor, like, hot is hot, right? And you always second guess yourself. I'm, I'm going to get into the podcast episode. In this podcast episode, um, what it's going to be about is how learning social skills is the slow way. Learning social skills and following the advice of these social guys online is, is actually bad for you. And it'll take you a lot longer than it has to take um, to be social, trying to learn something, trying to gain a skill. Um, that's what I want to talk about in this episode, which you should do instead. But before I get into that, I kind of want to talk a little bit about some things that just update you on my day a little bit. Um, so, habaneros. Okay, I was in high school, right? And obviously, I had like hot sauce and spicy food and things like that before in my life. And you always think like, how, how, how greater can the depth in in terms of experience in life go? How greater can the depth of this experience go? So in my my mind, hot is hot, and I've already experienced the hot the heights of that, like a hot shower or like a jalapeno or something like that. And so. I was confronted with the situation and that question, how deep can the depth of an experience go in high school when I was offered a habanero pepper? And uh, I ate the habanero pepper, long story short, and man, I tell you what, I don't think I've ever experienced a pain in terms of heat like that in my life. Like it's not even the hottest pepper, but man, like drinking milk and tears, we had kids in there stealing milk, like the habanero was so hot. And so with the depth of experience of life, it can go further in some instances than you thought. Um, the same is with me in flavor. Like I go to, went to STK for a birthday. Um, dinner was, uh, for me, it was expensive. You know, I'm not a rich guy, so it was like 200 some dollars. Um, but it was a great dinner. And STK, one thing about them is like, you know, um, they're, they're, in terms of flavor, their flavor has, like it goes, like their like the experience of flavor you think it caps out at a certain range but their flavor is just so much more depthful than any other flavor i've experienced like they're a great restaurant i just wanted to say that i had them last uh me and my girlfriend's three-year anniversary i think in miami in 2018 so five years ago 2018 three-year anniversary it must have been um yeah in miami um man it was the first time i really tasted real flavorful food in my life it was the craziest thing in the world flavor can go further than you think is what i'm saying um I don't know if STK is a high-end restaurant. You know, I've, I've eaten at high-end restaurants. Um, her godmother, um, she she uh, came to California recently. Her and her husband, and they took us out to Nurset, which is Salt Bay's restaurant. Also, amazing food, amazing flavor. Um, you know, life is about experience, man. And uh, plus, this podcast is a lot of a lot about increasing your ability to intake experiences so go out and experience more things so that you can build your palate you can take more experience you know the depth of the world uh through a different lens um as something that i ran into a lesson i don't know i kind of just wanted to turn on a podcast and kind of like talk to y'all a little bit but on the way back from my girlfriend's birthday in san diego i mean from san diego to la on the way on the road back which the road is beautiful 
man, there's this quote. I'm going to tell you what it is when my brother texted me about it. Um, about yellow flowers going all the way to the sea or something like that. Um, the quote is a beautiful quote. But it was a lot of yellow flowers along the roadside, like just green rolling hills right now in the spring or in the winter. Going into the spring, California is actually green. And then it turns all brown because the sun is just raging every day. But yeah, green rolling hills, and it was a bunch of beautiful yellow flowers along the way. It was the most beautiful thing in the world. And so we were in the car, we were having a conversation, just talking in general, like we do. Like, you know, we're together, so we talk. Yeah, what a surprise. Uh, we were just having a conversation, just chopping up. And um, we started to talk about a lot of and, and reminisce on a lot of like social skills things that I learned in the past and a lot of online things is we're going through a lot of transitions in our life and learning a lot um, ourselves as we you know th through the necessity of our career become more social people and practice our social skills and practice who we are and reflect on the past and who we are and who we've grown into and the social things we learn along the way um, and one of the things we were talking about is like the way social skills is taught nowadays online okay um, like we talk about like the gurus online who teach social skills um, I even saw a video about this last night. You know, a dude was kind of like mad at people. And he was saying like, y'all want to ask me all, all y'all ask me about is chicks. You know, uh, but do you make 100K? Do you make 200K? I don't, I don't really know who the guy was. I've never seen him before. Um, but I've been hearing, you know, not, not to like pick on him or anything like that. Shout out to him. But like, I've been hearing this more a lot lately. Like, like a lot of the dudes online, you know, um, teach social skills. That is what they teach. They teach social skills. Um, but funny, learning social skills is not what makes you social. You already have social skills. Um, so so he, they teach a lot of social skills and a lot of tactics to maneuver socially. Um, so they say, oh, do you have 200K? One of the, like, like the concept of being a high value man, that's like social tactics, okay? Um, on top of social skills. Um, and so a lot of these guys, they say like, okay, if you want to be a high value person, if you want to get shorties, if you want to be, you know, the most popular person in a social environment, you have to make a certain amount. You have to make six figures. You have to make 100K. You have to make 200K. You have to make 300K. Like, you know, the criteria to being a high value person is super complicated. They say, oh, you have to be fit. Like, I think he asked that too. And be like, do you have a six pack app? Not one of you have a six pack app. They say, do you have, you have to be fit. Um, you have to have money. You have to dress a certain type of way. Like, what is your haircut like? You know, um, what's your lifestyle like? You have to have all these requirements to be a high value man and to actually work, you know, to have, you know, the full merits from the social skills and social skill sets that you have. And like, that's like, I don't know, like, I don't mean to be like aggressive or cursing the podcast, but like, I don't know, like, I grew up in a different era. I grew up under old school teachings, and that's bullshit. Um, I remember like back in the day, like, like I said, I used to subscribe to a lot of these beliefs, I used to subscribe to a lot of these idea ideologies. I tell you what, for 10 years, not only did I work on my social tactics, but I worked on my social skills, like the outer game, the things you actually say and do, you know, the things like, like maintaining eye contact. I work on a lot. I worked on a lot of these skills. Um, you know, uh, so in the social environment I began and it wasn't really about money. It was about status through things like, you know, being super fit or being an athlete, like the quarterbacks and athletes on teams that like, had the most clout. Um, and so I worked on my social tactics back in the day. I was a, I was a wrestler. Um, I was ranked, I think, 15th in the state at the entry of my um, senior year um, through across all divisions. In my division, I was probably ranked, I don't know. Well, obviously, in my division, I was ranked uh, probably at the beginning of the season. I'd probably be ranked like number four or something like that because I was a regional champ. And going into the states, there are only four regional champs. Obviously, I didn't win states, but there are only four regional champs. So I'd probably be ranked between so probably one and seven in my weight, weight class. Probably not one because they were monsters and still turning, whatever. 
but I was ranked pretty highly, and I had come off the the last season 21 and one. I failed off, albeit, but I beat the returning county champ the year before that. I won a county title. Um, I was a good, I was a good wrestler. I was all right, you know. Um, you know, and people around the school they knew me as a good wrestler. People outside of school they would stop me and be like, "Yo, you wrestled my brother at random times." Like I was like, like I had like like a little bit of clout from wrestling. Like almost like I go outside and people would recognize me from wrestling. People would stop me from wrestling. People in my brother's school loved me because I was a good wrestler, you know. Um, and so I, I tried those things. I had I tried to build status by having like these things. You know what I mean? I had like I was literally like I would sit down and I remember when my friends came in the locker room and said like, "Damn, like I can see your six pack through your shirt." You know, I was like, uh, ironically, I've worked on my body until I weigh the same amount then, now that I did then, which is around 150. Um, I was wrestling at 147, um, uh, but I have more hair now, and obviously I'm super hydrated now, so I weigh about the same. It took a lot of work, but we finally got here. Um, but back then, like, I was super fit. Like, I was probably the most fit person in my entire school. I, w I would say, I no, I would say probably guaranteed I was the most fit person in my school. You know, because all the football players, all the cross players, some of them would be on our team, and we'd run laps in the hallway. And I would, I would run laps so ferociously, like, and they would, they would hit the corner and walk and things like that, obviously. But like, even like, where they would try to keep up with me, and I would lap my teammates like 10, 20, 30, 40 times. Like, we were running laps. I would, 40 is probably a gross exaggeration, but I probably lapped them 10 to 20 times. We're running like in a, in a court, like in the hallway. It's like a square hallway that connects like a square in, in the school and I would lap them legitimately 10 to 20 times you know and the people that keep up with me I would probably lap them five to ten times um, I was I was I was you know I had no problems with gas tank you know my 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 tank was like almost infinite I was a great athlete and people knew that and people talked about that but you know what still a lot of the people on my team despite not being more winning despite being not as fit um, despite not having worked on their social skills so they have this mechanical charisma and they know what to say sometimes I wasn't great back then but I was good I was better than most I would say back then at being myself in 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 in, in seeing the things that you know people with social skills say knowing the tactics like you know um knowing the 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 by the book tactics um you know and that's because because that, that I wanted you know people to like me I wanted to be championed by the community I wanted a girlfriend um which, you know, I, I eventually got a girlfriend, but, you know, um, it's funny, like, you can get things, but it won't be how you want, because you got them the wrong way. Um, like, a lot of the entry, like, years of my relationship, because of the ways that I went about it, because I was practicing something thin, like, social skills, um, it was, it was, like, I had her entitled, but she really didn't like me, and I, I really didn't have her. Um, and it was unstable, and it was messy, and all types of things, it, it, which is another thing I'm gonna talk about. Like, they'll tell you, like, online, like, you know, like if you got a girl and she doesn't like you, call another girl in front of her or things like that. Like I practice like the dark arts of social skills, like, like things like like complimenting other girls and like pulling other girls in front of her. Like, no, obviously not pulling other girls in front of her, but just like playful, playful um, aloofness. You know what I'm saying? These things I practice these things, and you know what? I'm, I'm making this episode because I paid for these things dearly too. You know, I, I suffered years through my relationship. Because the because of the problems these things created, so the guys that are you follow online that are telling you to do these things, I wanted some of the same things you want, but these t skills, these tactics, they either don't work, or they work poorly, or they work in ways that give you bad you know feedback on the end. 
They give you a bad situation on the end. And so I was, I was these things that they say go get. Uh, you know, I had the, the currencies that everybody liked. I had the, the words and, and the tactics that everybody liked. I, I was good at social skills. And funny things, I took those lessons with me. And learning from these guys on the internet or misunderstanding some of the good guys that were on the internet, even back then in the day, I learned on the old school rules. But a lot of the rules I didn't understand because I had the mindset these guys teach nowadays, um, which is this cheap mindset, you know. And so for the next, you know, 10 years essentially in my life, you know, I practiced social skills. I practiced social tactics. And um, even into like the, this this last year that passed in my life, in the beginning of that year, in the years before, um, where I became adept at social skills and social tactics, like I said, I got fickle results. Like I could get people's attention. But it would be almost in like a clownish entertainment way. You know, I could get girls' attention, but it would be in ways that wasn't really truthful or ways that were nasty or ways. It's like they say, oh, make 100K. And guess what? You attract the people that you don't want. You want this wholesome, beautiful friendship or relationship, um, this wholesome, beautiful woman. You want a particular quality of people. But what you're attracting instead is, okay, the people who just think you're cool because you're money. People who are shallow. People who are really not honestly even that cute. People who want to have weird conversations, who, who can't maintain a conversation. People who are boring. People who don't who aren't energized by life. You know, it's like Russell Brunson. I talked about in the last episode about Russell Brunson, how he built a company. A lot of like marketers and, and, and entrepreneurs, they just want to build a company. So they go out the gates and they just do whatever. They, like they use the cheap, slimy marketing tactics that they learn online. They say, oh, I got this fancy watch. Oh, I got this fancy car. It'll use language like make a million dollars overnight for free, things like that. We talked about language in, in debate that you use in your terminology in the last podcast. So if go listen to that episode or the one before that. Listen to all the podcast episodes. They're extremely good episodes. Or just learn the habits that you need to learn to actually get the results that you want at www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits, the number seven. Um, it's not up yet, but it'll be up probably super soon, probably tonight. Uh, so look for that. But to continue along the tangent that I'm going around, like, so they'll put out all this marketing material like that's what Russell Brunson was on and he said he woke up one day and he was making some money you know but it wasn't the money that he wanted and it wasn't in the way that he wanted and he said he wished he just had a boss so they could fire him and I, I can relate to that you know I remember there was a period in my life where I was making you know uh, like sales like I made a sale over the phone for $2,000 doing a ghostwriting business but I hated the business and the money wasn't even enough like I remember like getting to California having made this $200,000 sale and literally being desperate like man food is running out gas is running out I should call my parents what am I going to do you know because it wasn't enough money and the money was like it was attached to grimy little deals and so the quality of what you do the quality of your 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 outputs is based on the quality of your inputs and social skills and social tactics the way they're taught and the way they're imagined in the modern day they're 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 poor quality and they're going to get you poor quality outputs on the other end and so this is the conversation me and my girlfriend was having um and I, re I remember like even like you know a lot of the times like talking to people and having them perceive me like in a clownish and or like a weird type way or you know having them like look at me as inauthentic and so operating with me in an in inauthentic way or in a transactional way um like at the beginning of last year when I first got got a job and like nothing like the, the bond was fickle the bond was like slimy like nothing about it felt right all these bonds and all these relationships that i was making with people and i remember thinking to myself like man i've been practicing social skills for eight nine years at this point like why do i suck so much um and then you know i went through the situation where i had i always talk about this you know i had a lot of things happen to me in life because of the journeys and the process that i was undergoing 
And a lot of that purged a lot of the trauma that I had on the surface that was making me need attention, that was making me need validation, that was making me rely on these social skills. Like we were having a conversation like about how people in the world, especially traumatized people, their biggest currency is validation. Their biggest currency is being seen. And so we learned how to use these social skills and social tactics to kind of contort our personality to fit social situations, uh, to fit ourselves into social situations, orient ourselves in social situations in a way that gets us that currency. That we know how to make people pay attention. But it's like the clownish marketer. You know how to make people pay attention, but what is the actual exchange? What is the quality of exchange? What is the quality of the reward? What is the quality of the bond? And I was like, okay, I suck so much, but I remember having a lot, like the things that were operating on the surface that made me that validation. I went through some things. I followed a new set of habits and I purged it all in my system. And it was almost like overnight, all my, like, cause I still had anxiety throughout this entire time, point in time. I still had depression throughout this entire point in time. But I remember purging all this under the surface and all that just immediately went away. And ever since then, it's not like I'm trying or putting on a social mask or putting on a persona or a skill or a tactic or, like I, I, I literally stopped paying attention to like the skills and the tactics of, that I learned throughout the last 10 years, the social skills. Now literally because I purged the trauma that was making me need validation in the first place, like which that's what the seven habits meant to teach you to purge the trauma, like um, I, start, I started to literally just be myself. Um, and you hear this all the time, like be, just be cool, be natural, be myself. You have to learn the social skills in a way, in a way learning social skills teaches you what that means, but you can't acquire that skill unless you purge the trauma. And so purging the trauma, like literally like socializing to me is just a part of life. It's natural. It's just easy. Like I like I literally just I just do it. Like I can't miss a shot. You know, people can't not like me. You know, I can't like I don't have social anxiety. I don't have so, like depression or anything like that. Like I just go and I just talk to people and we both enjoy the situation and quality input is being put in because I genuinely just want to have a good time. And though therefore quality output is being put put out. You know, honestly like there's not a relationship right now that I can't build. There's not a person I can't walk up to, approach, and talk to and ascend the relationship with ease. Like, there's not a person I can't do that with. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, um, it's just a naturalness and effectiveness to it. It's like the, like the slimy salesman that wants to make a sale so desperately, so he's using skills and tactics. You can kind of tell how he's maneuvering, but you still, he can't sell you because you can feel his essence. And versus the salesman, it's like, he's like, he really loves you. He like, you really might need this product. Like, I, it can really help you. And it kind of just, you kind of just want to pay them. It's like the person you just kind of want to pay and kind of tip. Like that's, that's the difference. It's night and day. And so what I'm explaining to you is that the ways people explain social skills um, is, is bullshit. You don't have to learn social skills and learn certain social tactics. You'll get mediocre results learning social skills and social tactics. And it's actually something you have to build and learn. You'll get mediocre results and spend hella time. Um, and for in some of the you know tactics that you'll learn, you'll probably not be able to reach within a year or within two years or three years, like reaching like a million in revenue or 100k or a six-pack app. You might you, know, you could reach these things. Obviously, everything's possible, but it'd be an annoyingly amount uh, like amounts of time. Whereas if you just follow tactics that purge your trauma, um, you kind of go back to your natural state of extroversion. You know, humans are social creatures. You know, by default, humans are social creatures by nature. I always say this. If you're introverted, if you're shy, it's probably because of trauma and it's, you know, it's, it's a symptom of an illness that's happening underneath the surface. You get rid of that illness and you don't have to learn social skills. You don't have to learn social skills, tactics. You get rid of that illness 
and it's almost immediate it's almost instantly it's not a bunch of months learning how to make 100k or do this all this complicated stuff this Rube Gold machine of ideas in order to just have a social muscle or have mediocre social results it's kind of like you purge everything that's on the surface and you return back to your natural state of extroversion and just kind of by default you know everything is smooth everything is copacetic everything is without anxiety everything is without friction everything you just know what to say it just works out like you just know what to say you're just smooth you're just witty you're just funny and people just like you that is really kind of how the process works what i wanted to say is like social skills and social tactics learning it is bullshit it's already a party when you're around your friends or your family or people you like or people you feel comfortable with and you're cracking jokes and you're feeling good and you're positive and, and the vibes are just moving and you're laughing hard as possible you're operating the social skills that you have you're operating with an extroversion you already know how to have social you already know your social skills you already have social skills it's, it's a default nature you're already doing it every single day where you're comfortable you're cracking friends with, cracking jokes with your friends the difference is your trauma is activated in environments where you're insecure your trauma is activated in environments where you're uncertain your trauma is activated in environments where you don't already have validation it's because the trauma is underneath the surface blocking the social skills that you already have that in those moments you don't have them and so I say all this to say, you know, when we were riding along the highway, coming back from San Diego to L.A., you know, um, we were talking about the BS of the influencers um, that teach social skills. Now, there are great teachers like Owen Cook that I believe in, June Locke, I believe in. They are excellent teachers. I'm talking about the other BS guys. talking about high value this, high value this, money this, fighting this, da da da, da. You have to learn, like, you know, be up to date and have winning jokes about movies and be cool and have an apartment da, 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 da. you have to da, you have to be up to date with the pack up to date with mainstream mentality up to date um it, it's all bs my girlfriend said it perfectly and it just i just had to i just had to like bring to you what she said she said they're teaching you how to work on their on a persona like you have this bad boy persona like okay i'm a, a rich this that and a third and i have a six pack they're teaching you how to work on a persona and not how to work on yourself like when she said that like it just clicked to me like that's exactly what i've been trying to say in the podcast they're teaching you how to build a persona the cool laid-back guy who's rich with sunglasses and not how to actually work on yourself how to, not how to actually just let your natural essence shine through and be captivating and be uh, 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 attractive. You know what I'm saying? They're not teaching you. They're teaching you how to how to put out a persona that people already enjoy, something that's already palatable. Not actually how to have you and your attractive personality, your features, shine through naturally. So you're building up this fickle thing that's not even you, and behind it you're scared, behind it you're depressed, behind it you have all this anxiety because you know it's fake, and it can only get mediocre results because people know it's fake too. And it's funny, I'll be in a casino and there'll be people that'd be flexing their money. There'll be people that'd be flexing their clothing. And, be people, and guess what? I still outperform them every time. I'm still a hundred times cooler than them every time. And I hate to say this on the podcast because it sounds braggadocious, but I don't mind saying this on the podcast because I accept myself. I am cooler than a lot of you guys. Not you guys who listen to the podcast, but you guys who flex money and Ferraris and things like that. Like you, to tell the truth, like, it just... It's just a difference. It's a different category of person. I'm not operating and living through trauma. I'm not working on a skill or a facade or a finesse or a, or a script. You know, I am accepting. Like I'm, I'm just shining through. You know, uh, you know, my essence, the godly essence that we are all gifted with. 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm shining through realness. You know, you can even see it in rappers. All these rappers wear these chains and all these jewelries and this and that third. But like somebody that's real, like Kendrick or like J. Cole, look at their numbers. Look at their sales. Look at their fan base. They not even, they don't even, you know, don't get me wrong. Chains and, and, and fashion and drip and things like that is perfectly, like, I love that stuff. You should do that stuff. But just not as a shield to hide who you are. People like to talk bad, like, oh, he's wearing a Gucci belt. It's culture. That might not be your culture, but if you're black, that's culture. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, culture is culture. You understand what I mean? And so, rep your culture. Shine like you want to shine. Wear the diamond or tomorrow if that's what you want to wear. But you just can't do it out of trauma and as a lead into a conversation, as a social skill or tactic to get a result. You are the product. You are the result. You are the attraction, not the things you wear. But I love diamond grills. I might get a diamond grill one day. That's just what it is. I like I like things like that. I like to shine. I like to be fancy. I don't like to be regular and lame. But it's just not a device to trick the masses or to trick people. It's not something that I hide behind. And that's the difference. J. Cole or Kendra, they could wear a diamond rollie or Audemars or whatever the hell. But it's their authentic self, their truth, their true art, artistic personality that's shining through this attracting the mass attracting crowds. And they sell the most back to back to back to back. They capture the attention and get the fame and get the clout back to back to back. If they walk into a club with a rapper that's wearing jewelry, da, 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 they're probably going to outshine them because it's the soul that's doing it. The light that is the light of this universe is shining through them. And it's nothing more beautiful. Nothing man-made, nothing that's manufactured, nothing that's made in the lab. These gurus, man, they're teaching you how to build a persona and how to build yourself. They're teaching you how to build a persona, which takes years and a bunch of unnecessary side missions that won't even get you results instead of building yourself, which is really just doing less. It's getting you out of the way, getting this persona out of the way that you're living because you because you put it up as a defense mechanism, because you put it up as a way to cope, because the way you grew up, you kind of had to. Your parents saw you as this person, or this person, this person, so you developed that persona to live in their truth and to protect yourself. But the moment you shine through, it's like people like Prince or like Michael Jackson or whatever. Um, now I know these people, ah, man, bad examples, but it's like a celebrity that you really love. You know, you probably were thinking, like second guess some of the things that some of these celebrities do, like, oh, he got a perm, he got long hair, he, he wears heels. You would probably be scared to do that stuff. But it won't work for somebody who's doing it out of fakes. But somebody who that's really them and they're just letting them shine through. Suddenly you go past the you know, regular position of, oh, uh, he's a celebrity. You go to stardom. You notice the, the biggest stars, like they do things that people couldn't do before they did it. But it's because they did it because it was really them that it hit. That it hit different. That it worked. That's all I'm saying in this episode. If you want to learn how to move this persona out of your way, to destroy this facade, let the true you shine through. com slash the number seven, seven habits. I really don't have anything else to say in this episode. Don't build a persona. Build yourself. Um, thank you so much for listening.